This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to the Dude Fuel Podcast. I am really impatient. And although it's an area of my life that I've been working on, uh, an area in which I'm trying to grow, and I do see some progress, it's really been tough going. I mean, reducing my impatience, or perhaps we should say positively building uh, patience, is quite difficult, um, uh, quite quite tedious work. Again, at least it has been for me. I don't know if you can relate or not. Malcolm Gladwell in his uh, book, Outliers, he talks about the concept of 10,000 hours, which has now become um, something I think most people have heard of. If this is new to you, um, you know, definitely something you want to keep in mind. Gladwell um, discusses 10,000 hours as being the typical time in which mastery can be gained over a particular skill or in a particular area. And so, um, I believe he espouses, if, if I'm remembering correctly, uh, it's something like 20 hours a week um, for 10 years, I want to say. Um, so let's just do a little bit of math here. So working on something 20 hours a week times 52 weeks in a year, yep, that would be 1,040 hours uh, in a year. And so then times 10, of course, is 10,400 feel kind of silly that I actually punched that into the calculator. It's late. Okay. Um, but yeah, 10,000 hours. And again, most people I think have heard of this. So it's, it's probably familiar to you, the idea that, that you need 10,000 hours in a particular area or related to a particular skill um, in order to gain, you know, mastery over that thing. And, um, and I have to say that, you know, part of me when I hear about this, that the impatient part of me, um, becomes a little bit distraught because when you think about the human lifespan, right? So we're talking, you know, top of the lines, like 120 years, right? Um, you know, average life expectancy for guys is in the high seventies, uh, low eighties, uh, for you women out there, congratulations. Um, and so you look at that and you think, well, for the first 10 years of my life, I'm just trying to figure out like what's going on. I'm trying, you know, I'm learning how to read and write, uh, you know, and speak. I'm learning how to navigate the world in practical ways. Um, and, and really for the next 10, from age 10 to age 20, you're developing more advanced skills, but they're still really, most of them are skills that just help you cope in our world, right? And, you know, so then toward the end of that second set of 10 years, you're, you're typically going off to college or you're venturing into a career and, and you're beginning at that point, you, know, you can really start to build mastery. So you've already spent, let's say, two out of your seven, well, almost eight, let's say eight, let's be nice. You know, you've spent two out of your eight decades of the average lifespan. Uh, and if you look at it that way, 25% of your time on this planet is gone. So I think this is why I tend to feel so impatient because I'm like, I don't have much time on this earth. I don't have much time on this planet. And, you know, to develop mastery in an area is going to take a decade of my life and not just a decade of my life of time that's passing. It's going to take an investment and sacrifice for one of those six 
remaining decades. Now, I have a goal to live to be 100, to do everything in my power to live to be 100. Of course, I can't control that. I could get hit by a bus tomorrow. Um, cancer, some other disease could take me out. But, you know, my desire is to live a life, a healthy lifestyle, so that I could potentially live to be 100, right? And so, but, you know, there again, those, the, well, now I'm 30, right? So three of those, well, I'm 31, I'm about to be 32 next year. So, you know, a little over three of those potentially, if I can even hit my goal, 10 uh, decades of life already taken. So to devote one of those seven, uh, you know, a, a decade out of those seven that I have left, um, you know, and that's probably a, an optimistic sort of, you know, high-minded, high-sided uh, goal. Because again, average life expectancy would say, you know, for me, we're talking one in five. I have like five more decades of life left. And when you, again, when you look at it like that, that's why I get impatient. I don't know if anybody can relate to this. If you can, I'd love for you to drop me a line. Let me know. I'm a millennial. Is, is this a millennial thing? Is it a guy thing? Is it just like people in the United States thing? Like what? I, I, don't, I don't know. So I'd love to hear your perspective because I know we have listeners from, from all over the world. I know we have male as well as female listeners. So I would love to, you know, have you weigh in on this. But for me, it leads to impatience. And yet patience and diligent, you know, diligent effort are what are required in order to build mastery. And so, you know, what are the benefits of mastery, right? Once you have have mastered something, that doesn't mean you know everything there is to know about it, right? Once you've mastered something, it doesn't mean you're perfect and there's no room for improvement. But once you reach that point of mastery, you are really good at something. I mean, you're rock solid, top of the line. You have become an expert. You have the right to speak into whatever area this is because you put in the hard work, you've earned it. Um, you're basically as high as you can climb without getting into the space that is so negligible in terms of, of your skill that nobody can you know hardly notice. You know, think about this was a concept that uh, was put forth um, uh, by, by uh, Albert Barabasi in his book, The Formula, which I did a podcast about it as well not too long ago. He talks about, you know, the difference in performance. You know, human performance is very limited. It's a very narrow range for human performance. I mean, look at professional golfers, right? And my goodness, the, the, the distances are slight. The strokes are slight, between, you know, top, you know, number one, uh, you know, champion and like second and third and fourth place. There's just, there's very, very little difference between them. You look at professional athletes, you see this. And so when you gain mastery in a particular area, there's just this thin sort of margin at the top where you can maybe eke out a little more, like a little more proficiency. Think about it in terms of the English language, right? So, we know a ton of words in our native language. And I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast that you know English. It may not be your native language, but that you you understand English. You know a ton of words in English. Now, are there still words that you could learn? Absolutely. You know, sometimes somebody uses a word and they're like, oh man, that was that was totally acrimonious, right? And you're like, ah, I'm not really sure what that means, right? So you go and look it up. So every now and then we're confronted with a few words where we don't really know or understand the meaning. But if you were to go on a mission to improve your English, you would only be able to do so, more than likely, um, to a, a very slight degree. Because there's not that much 
improvement between somebody who you know is is fluent in English and somebody who is like super fluent in English, right? There's a very small margin there because there's just not that many words. And of the words that are there, of the, you know, of those, the words that would be useful, that other people would understand, that you would actually have the occasion to use would be very small. You can move into the medical dictionary and you can look up crazy words like pneumona ultramicroscopic silicon volcanic scoliosis. By the way, that is an actual word. It's the longest word in the medical dictionary, at least it used to be. But what does that mean? I mean, what would be the point of learning that word? Nobody, nobody really understands that. Nobody knows what it is. So, um, you know, it wouldn't be a huge increase to your performance in English. Do you see what I'm saying? And so in the same way, this is what we're talking about when we talk about mastery. You know, it's fluency. You have really reached fluency, mastery in a particular area. Um, you still have things that you could learn. It may not be all that expedient or practical for you to do so. You've really reached pretty much the top of your game. You're, you're, you're basically at the pinnacle. And so the benefit there, again, is pretty obvious. People who, you know, are fluent in a language are able to communicate. They're able to get, you know, jobs uh, that, that involve communication in that language. Um, you know, it expands naturally the amount of people they can communicate with. And so um, the benefits there, I think, are obvious too to mastery and why you should do it. But the real question for me and the one I'd love to have you answer and weigh in um, you know, on here, dropping, you know, dropping a comment, getting in touch with me, letting me know whether you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever. Um, there should be a way. There should be a button somewhere. Get in touch with me. Let me know because, um, you know, I think we have such little time on this earth. It's like, what are you devoting a, a decade to? What would you be willing to devote a decade of your life to? And I'll just be really honest with you. I haven't found that thing. I haven't devoted a, a, a decade of my life to anything, to just one thing, right? And I'm not sure what's worth that. And uh, and I just don't really know how to pick or to decide. I think that that burden falls squarely on each and every one of us. This is your life. Um, you know, you get to choose how you're going to spend your time here on this planet. But I wanted to share some of these thoughts with you today about mastery and 10,000 hours and, and recommend the book Outliers to you if you haven't read it. Um, again, it's one of those uh, modern classics uh, of, you know, in, in success literature. And so I, I would certainly commend that to you as, as a great read. But as always, this podcast is dedicated to you and to your success. I thank you so much for listening. Hey, if you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, I hope you'll consider doing that today. I'm Cody Ray Miller. Hey, thanks for listening. And I look forward to speaking with you again, sharing some inspiration and, and motivation, maybe a story or two, um, something, uh, something to get you going, get you thinking. Uh, uh, tomorrow. Thanks again for listening.